Welcome to episode three of Fancy Plants Podcast. Thank you for tuning in with us today. And thanks for all of the amazing support. Um, We've started doing this not knowing at all what we are doing. So hearing that, you know, there's some folks out there who like to listen along with us. We really appreciate that a lot. Of course, I'm Chris and I'm here with Sue. Hello. And Amanda. Hello. How are you ladies today? Doing great, doing great. It's a a great day. It's uh, we're having a moment where there's no rain. It's gloomy, so that's nice. Yeah, I'm. It's been a great week. It's been so busy that I don't know which end is up, but it has been an absolutely great week. Well, you've been shipping out a lot of trees. I think we have been millions. <gasps> yeah, that's uh, that still blows my mind. I'm not gonna lie, and I think you did a post about three million trees. Uh, in that photo that I posted on Instagram, there is actually 3.3 million trees. Actually, just a little over that in that one photo. I wish they were dollars. You and me both. Yeah. <laughs> and if you look at the picture, if you go on our social media and you see that picture, you can almost smell it. Like the fresh yes. green growing. and There is something ugh. absolutely spectacular about a greenhouse first thing in the morning when the sun's coming up and it's warming it up. Oh, best place in the world. Yeah. If I was a morning person, I would come and visit you for that. In the morning. Yeah. Maybe I'll just stay up all night. That that works. <laughs> or, or we could, you know, it's good in the evening, too, as the oh. sun's going down and they're starting oh. to cool off. It sounds romantic. It, it is. It kind of smells like Vancouver Island in there. It's fantastic. Okay, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you want to do this week? Oh, not a whole lot. Just getting, still working on getting the house ready to sell. Um, still just doing things. <laughs> doing things. Doing things, things and stuff <laughs> and such. Yeah, getting organized. I feel like I'm getting life organized. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah, a good feeling. So that's good. I'm a little jealous. I looked yeah. at my kitchen and went, uh, that's, yeah. That's yeah. the extent of my organizing lately. I won't lie, lie. When I left the house today, there's a pile of dishes in the sink and on the counter. Mm. So yeah, it, it it I make it sound like I'm doing better than I really am <laughs> as far as getting organized. I find that since we're home more, there's hundred percent of the time there's dishes. Like they just kind of they manifest appear. themselves. They, it's they appear magically. Yeah, yeah. Then throw teenagers in that mix. I think I have gremlins or something. Like mm. I, I leave Dish the gremlins. kitchen's clean. Mm-hmm. I come back and I'm like, what on yep. earth? You know, <laughs> I, I like to that. pretend it's not me, but <laughs> I know Who, that also. who's doing this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, last time we talked, we promised reluctantly to count our plants. And I think that was the work of Amanda. I have regrets about that suggestion. I do. I have regrets. So when we were talking about it and Amanda said, let's count our plants, we said, okay. And we made some predictions as to what we thought we had. Sue predicted she had 250 or possibly plus. Amanda predicted about 100 to 150. And I predicted about 40. And I think Amanda should go first. Oh, yeah. I, I failed. I did On your some, prediction? I did. I got close, though. Okay. I, I did get close. I, I counted about 160. I did okay. only count my tanks as one plant, though. Mm. I figure it's one pot. Like an so, ecosystem. Exactly. Yeah. 
I would have counted them as one as well. I, it makes me sound way more uh, in control of my plant life if I count them as one. I think we just created a unit of measurement when we count our plants. Yes. Oh, absolutely. The ecosystem where a pot is an ecosystem or a terrarium is an ecosystem. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah. So if you're not allowed to buy any more plants because maybe your significant other has said no, no more plants, just put them in the same pot. Mm, counts as one. It does. Counts it works. One. Yeah. Fancy Plants Podcast lady said so. Yeah. <laughs> we we got it figured for you. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so were you surprised that you were a little bit over your prediction? Yes and no. I was a little surprised, but I've also been falling down this really steep jewel orchid kind of, it, it's a slippery slope. Mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. it's a bit of a rabbit hole and they're tiny. So you can fit a lot on a shelf. Oh, that's true. There's another yeah. unit of measurement, plants per square decimeter. Is or in Amanda's case, desk-a-meter, because <laughs> they're all on her desk in her office. <laughs> well, I thought kilometer was too big, and I thought yeah. centimeter was too small. Fair enough. So yeah. we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> uh, Sue, you predicted the highest number, so tell us, tell us about your count. Well, I was under. I thought I had 250 to, like, plus possibly plants. In my defense, because I was under, I did just a few weeks ago get rid of a fair amount of plants. Um, anything that, you know, I wasn't attached to or I could easily replace, I did get rid of. So maybe in my head, I was still thinking of those a little bit, but I came out about 204. I was counting and then I was at like 198 and I was like, mm. and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I forgot about this one. Oh, I forgot about plant mail. Oh, I had, I had to actually make a list and like count out specific areas and then add them up with a calculator. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tally. I had to go sure. room by room and shelf by shelf and area by area the collections just seem to spread themselves out over time right and suddenly like every single room has a plant or two or seven or 12 in it and you do kind of have to go around and get out your abacus yeah absolutely <laughs> you do yeah the, the plant abacus plant you get your whole family there with their fingers and toes up okay <laughs> i feel like stuff. we just created a really cool product for ourselves here yeah. The Fancy Plants Podcast, Plant Abacus. Say that 10 times fast. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's not happening. <laughs> I I counted my plants at home. And at home, I had I was actually really close. I think it, here I had about 42. Just added two more literally today. So we'll call it 44. But then I realized I forgot my office. Yeah. Which probably has about 20 more plants in it. So I thought I was around that 40 mark, but I was 50% more. <laughs> it, it happens. It's it, easy it to do. Happen. It's easy out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Right? Especially these days. I like go in to water them and they all bloom when I'm not there. It just goes to show that when you kind of neglect them a little bit, they just love you a little tiny bit more. Mm -hmm. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Right? It's totally true. <laughs> now I have to redo my count though. For my plants per decimeter squared calculation. <laughs> I don't think that's going to take off, guys. I, I, feel I don't like, think so No, I, no. I, I think that there's a lot of math involved that's, in that. Yeah. And I'm not mathy. That's probably not going to be a thing. I don't math I'm, well. I'm it, I had to recount my plants. Like I'd go from one room to the next and I'd be like, wait, and then I have to recount. And recount. Oh, yeah. I'm your like, making list was probably a smarter way to do it. Well, the only reason why I made a list is because I was like, did I count that one? No. Did I, was it in this area? Did I miss it? So no. I could count an area and then look back at it and double count it and be like, okay, yeah, I got that right. No, Amanda, you made a list because you love lists. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> <laughs> we know. 
So there, fellow listeners, fellow plant obsessionists, is our count. How many plants do you have? I wonder. Yeah. For the, for the ladies and gentlemen out there, uh, share with us. Do Tell you us. count them? Do you, do I you don't. count them? I how, only... how do you count them? Do you use the newest and latest and greatest measurement system of decimeter squared? <laughs> <laughs> I'm st- I'm gonna try to make that a thing. Or are you like me and like I really didn't like this little project we had. I just don't like the count. I just yeah. We're never gonna let me suggest something like that again ever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like we're we're just gonna edit that out and say no. I'm gonna get a cattle prod and start poking Amanda every time she suggests something that's not not in favor but for see, us. See, I'm, I'm the editor, so and I take bribes. I perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Plant bribes. Uh, We also were talking last episode uh, about another topic we wanted to cover. Do you name your plants? And we were kind of surprised at the answer because I think that we thought more people did. Yeah, I think, Sue, you really thought that a lot more people did than what responded. I always see on posts and everything people saying like, am I the only one that names my plants? And there's lots of people that say yes. And so we put out the call and we didn't get that many people that said yes there are a few people that said they would name their plants um you know a couple plants they don't name them all which i don't name all mine either and there was um you know a couple people that um said nope they never name a plant we did have one fine gal who she's an educator a teacher and she has a class plant which i love so he's a big aloe which big aloes are awesome and his name is albert and I think that's awesome to have. That's, a, that's uh, a really good aloe name, Albert the Aloe. I I think it's great that teachers have been bringing plants into the class and having students have a, a plant in the class to take care of or plants. Maybe there's teachers with more than one. I wonder if people, well, first of all, if you have a lot of plants, I think it'd be really hard to name them all. I don't know if I Absolutely. could remember all of that. Absolutely. I couldn't remember all of it. I have a hard time remembering enough of the actual names of plants. I'm, I use plant labels. I write on my pots. Yeah, I like little little stakes in them with names, but my cat likes to steal them sometimes. So then I'm like, mm, which one's which again? But I do name. I, there's just something that draws me to certain plants that I that I name. So the special ones like Kevin. Yeah, like Kevin. Um, yeah, there's just certain ones that draw me to them I'm that I like that I I name and I think there are other people that name them too and I seen a little meme that was kind of cute and and it said that if you um, name a plant after yourself you'll talk to it really well you'll give it good good words and maybe we should talk to ourselves so maybe we should um, in good ways a little bit of self-affirmation there yeah and maybe we should all name a plant after ourselves oh that's a really sweet idea yeah, I think we should. Everybody should get a name, a plant, name it after themselves, and give it, give it good words and encouraging, and then we talk to ourselves. Um, yeah, I think I think that that would be very interesting. So, here's a challenge for you guys: get a plant, name it after yourself. Which plant would you pick for yourself? I have a personal vendetta against naming plants. That's just me, though. You're putting yeah. Amanda right out of her comfort zone. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm like crawling up the back of the chair here. Uh, maybe it's because I spent so many years in retail and so many, so much time having people try and describe stuff to me under a common name that it just, it, it doesn't work for me to name my plants. If that's like Kevin is Kevin, I will call him Kevin no matter what. And I love that people name their plants, but it just, the, the science in me just 
it doesn't work. I like to know their actual name. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I, that way I can look up care for them and everything, but I, I don't need to remember it. And half of them I can't even pronounce. Oh, nobody can. Nobody can. Sometimes you can. Well, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you're a certain person that likes to like really pick it apart to, to t- say it. Sometimes you go onto YouTube and look at plant names to see if you can figure out how to pronounce them. Yeah. <laughs> We've all done that one a few times. Yeah. And there's just some, like, they just sound like a big sneeze, so... Yeah, I, th- I find it easy. And there's certain things. And people name cars. So I think of it like that. I What's weird is I name my plants, but I've only ever named one car I've owned. And that was Pathy, my Pathfinder. I love that name. Yeah, it was kind of very uncreative. I na- I think it's still cute, though. I named it four of my cars. and But I haven't named the last two. I don't know if we grow out of the personification of things or if it just doesn't hold our interest anymore or if we're just lazy. For me, I think it's probably laziness because you know what? I did try to name a car and I couldn't come up with one. And so I just gave up. And that's when I stopped naming my cars. Yeah, I think, I don't know, names just stick. It's like when you meet somebody (laughs) and I do this lots because I work with a lot of a lot of different people in the public. And they'll tell me their name. But for some reason, I get a different name stuck in my head because they just look like that kind of a person. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, and I feel bad because I'll call, you know, some guy whose actual name is Rick, but I'll be like, he's Trevor. And I'll call him Trevor to his face. And it's funny how many people don't correct you right away. And, but I, you just, it's, there's something that sticks out about a name on things. I think that's what it is. I think there's just certain things, items that people have that a name sticks out to. I think that's a fair statement. Absolutely. And it, it's funny because uh, you have no idea how often people call me Amber. So oh, I, interesting. I just answer to it now. I'm like, uh-huh. I don't even bother correcting them. People find out six months later, they're like, you didn't. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've had people, because my name, I shortened my name to Chris. I've had people call me Kristen, Christine, Christina, because they, they make an assumption that they know my full name. But my full name is actually Crystal, which apparently is harder to predict. So... I just, it's a little presumptuous for people to come up to me and be like, hey, Christine. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm one of those people who reply and I'm like, I do it in a way that I probably come across as offended, but they'll call me Suzanne. And I'm like, it's actually Susan. Most people call me Sue or Susie. Yeah. A lot of people will call me Suzanne. And I'm like, it's not Suzanne. <laughs> well, and I've never, what, you don't even put that anywhere, right? Like you yeah. don't put that out into the world. No. Interesting. Yeah. I'm Sue, like, for as long as I can remember. Yeah. I'm Sue, or, like, family members that knew me when I was a little girl, they called me Sue, they call me Susie still. Yeah. So it's weird. I'm like, I'm a grown-up now. <laughs> the only people who call me Crystal are, are pretty much family members. Or when you're in trouble. Exactly. So I know when I'm in trouble because I hear Crystal, and I'm like, oh, oh I'm troubled again. And so yeah. There's, a, there's just a way to say that name that... I get that. Raises the hair on the back of your neck if your name is Crystal. <laughs> and if they throw your last name in there. Oh. I like to use first and middle names. Oh, I did. Yeah. My kids, they get it. Right. But sometimes I mix them up. <laughs> I don't mean to. <laughs> My mom just made this nondescript angry noise and had the look. Oh, yeah. Mom's had the look. Yeah. It's terrifying. So she didn't even use your name. No. I no, I was the only one. She didn't need to specify. She could just yell and it was uh-huh. it was me. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> so there was no mixing up your no. name then. Yeah. Well, you get mad at your plants and you're mixing up their names. I, I have a fun little thing here because we are talking about uh, 
names and mixing up names and the reason why I have such a love for proper names. So I have four plants here and they are all the same plant. Okay. But I want you to tell me what you think of when you hear this name. Okay. Okay. First one is Irish daisy. A daisy. Yeah, I think of like a a, a flower on a, the end of a long, thin stem with really pretty, thin, white daisy leaves and a yellow center. Okay, now here's one. Lion's tooth. I feel like if I touched it, it would hurt me. <laughs> I feel like it would be like vibrant colors and like a weird shape, kind of like a snapdragon kind of style um, flower, not like a ruffly flower. Oh, like a mane kind of? Yeah, a little bit something like that. Okay. Now, here's one. Puffball. Oh, definitely those little green stinky things that you squish. Hundo. All right. Okay. And last but not least, swine's snout. I feel like it would smell bad. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it doesn't really flower. It's more the foliage. And as the foliage is open, it would look like kind of like a snout. And it would probably be bad for you. Right. I'm thinking of like little piggy noses on on a plant and it's just like, what? Gross. Okay, so if you guys want to break out your phones here, I'll get you to uh, have a look at the actual name of this plant. It's Taraxacum, T-A-R-A-X-A-C-U-M, Officianal, O-F-F-I-C-I-N-A-L-E. Oh, these are everywhere. <laughs> they are everywhere. What are they? Dandelions. Yeah, it, that kind of, that's a little mind blowing. It's dandelions. And I've never heard them be called those names. Pig snout? A dandelion? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, common names are very, very region specific. Dandelions are everywhere. They're they're uh, obnoxious weed in our area. And but apparently you can make jelly out of them. You oh, can make jelly out of them. They're tea? great for salads. They're good in tea. They're also introduced species. They're not native to North America. No. Yeah. And they're, they're everywhere. And you, if you take the little yellow flower and you like rub it, remember when you were a kid? Oh, you'd yeah. you rub it on your arm and it would like leave like a butter streak. <laughs> or you'd pop the heads off them or you could blow yeah. and make a wish. Or Well, that's a surprise to me. Yeah. Is that why you don't like naming like plant names? Absolutely. That are, yeah. yeah. That's, and you know what? I, I'm all for people that want to do it. Absolutely fill your boots. It's just not something that I can do because I'm so used to people trying to describe stuff to me and they're giving me this name that I've never heard <laughs> for a plant that I actually know quite well. And they're probably getting frustrated and you're probably like... Absolutely. They're, yeah. they're getting frustrated. Yeah. They're looking at me like I know nothing. Mm. And that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good to know the names, but I don't think... You have to use them all the time. Absolutely. I've actually, I actually was jumped on on um, on a social media group for, about plants because I I used the incorrect scientific name for it, and I was kind of jumped on by three ladies like immediately. And I I actually am not even part of that group anymore because I was just like they kind of had a lot of that going on, and yeah, I didn't and- like it. It just didn't make me feel good in any way. And that's not fair to people. And I don't think that's very fair to people. And I think that you should have like. Um, you should have the confidence. It's it's plants, people. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> plants should be fun. The confidence fun. to they call it. If you yeah. want to call it a dandelion versus the Taraxicum officinal, um, absolutely. You know, what? and you know you what? You're better will. off to call it a dandelion, so people don't look at you like you've you know got yeah. your nose in the air. It's all good. Yeah, 
And um, it a lot of the common names are easier to say, but it is cool learning like the Latin names of things and what the different parts of the Latin word means. I also like seeing all of the like region specific common names for things. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I have three more names for you because you know what I forgot to do? Introduce our plant friends who are oh, with us today. Yes. Oh, that's me. Yeah, they're always <laughs> right? our special guests. We I know, special them. guests. Today we have with us a Hoya Snowball, which I just got the other a uh, couple weeks ago. It is replacing a Hoya Crimson Queen that I very effectively killed over a long amount of time it was spectacular oh i'm gonna tell you this i've learned my lesson ladies don't put a plant above where you can reach to water and i know you guys warned me about that and i thought no no i'll be fine everything's great i'm totally gonna water this plant and i didn't so unfortunately been there done that yeah it happens unfortunately it's a learning curve yeah we have a queen and agave i love those ones is a queen anne Victoria. Queen Victoria. Queen Victoria. I'm not sure where I got Anne. Who's Queen Anne? See, something just stuck to you. More names, I mean, right? Yeah. yeah, totally. Queen Victoria Agave. And if I'm not mistaken, that's your first agave, isn't it? It is, and it's already stabbed me once or twice. Yeah, it, that happens. <laughs> and it, it's you, they stab you and you love them more. It's, it's the way true. it works. It's a slippery slope. It's it is. True. It's uh, They bite you, and then you get the bug, and you got to get more and more. And they're so cool. They're so neat. It's growing babies. That's exciting. So maybe one day I'll have, you know, I'll give out some babies. That'd be good. I do. Speaking of babies, there's also a silver sword philodendron here with us. And it is small because it it was just. It's cute though. It is cute. Uh, I'm, I'm working my best to try and keep this thing. It has grown, which is great. And maybe one day in like five years, it'll have big giant leaves on it instead of little leaves the size of my thumb. (laughs) <laughs> mine's mine's like the same it has like thumb thumb size leaves okay. on it it's little but one day it's always satisfying when you get a, a new leaf that unfurls that's way bigger than all mm. the rest of them mm-hmm. it looks weird but it's really satisfying it yeah is. yeah you're doing something right there and we actually I think we mentioned that last time as well when you have that big leaf it's just like yeah plant mom here yeah yeah oh exactly <laughs> yeah look at me go <laughs> best plant mom so those are three new names uh for our plants that are with us today to my plants i apologize please keep growing i didn't do it on purpose <laughs> uh, amanda and i like to show our other plants the one that dies oh absolutely if, if one dies i use it as an example for the rest i'm like see what could happen if you talk back yeah <laughs> D- yes that's stay right. on my good side right. please if you guys are naming your plants, let us know. Tell us tell us what your you know what? If you have a favorite plant that you've named, you just pop it on over to us. We're we're gonna tell you the uh ways to reach us at the end of the episode here. And we'd love to see what you're naming your plants and why. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's great. And um when we have our are naming our plants, those of us that do, what draws you to that plant? Yeah. And name a plant after yourself. Which yes, I, actually, absolutely. I totally challenge you to do that. I think that's going to be really hard, but I'm going to take a stab at it. I think I'm going to too. Yeah. I don't know which uh, one I'm going to pick yet. I'll say that I'm going to try. How's that? We appreciate your we'll, honesty. We'll, we'll give a loose <laughs> commitment on that. Pick a plant that you kind of like, because if you're like kind of, you have a spider plant there and you're like, man, I don't really care about you. Whatever. I'm going to name you after myself. And so I name it Sue. I might not treat it as good. But if I were to take like... Hmm, which one? 
<laughs> right? It's hard. To, I think favorite. that's going to take a little bit of research. Yeah. But if I were to take, like, let's say one of my Hoyas um, and have to name it after myself, I think I'd have to treat that one way better because I treat my Hoyas pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. All right. Well, we'll look forward to hearing back about our self-named plant experiments. Uh, we expect that Amanda will not have one, but we, you know, she just talks to yourself in the mirror of daily affirmations. And let's see how you grow. We'll, yeah. we'll document it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I going to get taller? Because I could go for getting a little taller. <laughs> you, you never know. It's an experiment. We don't know. Fair enough. Yet. All right. What's uh, You know what? I will be the control subject in this experiment. <laughs> I will not name a plant after me. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds good. We were talking a little bit about, you know, what's a really good next topic for us to get into. We're going to talk a little bit about what do you look for in a plant? I'm okay with this. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Think that, I think that's a really good topic because there's so many ways or so many um, different facets. How are the leaves? How are the flowers? How easy is it to grow? Where does it go in your house? Is it something you just read about and loved? Is it is it something that's really trendy? Yeah, I think it, there's I think there's lots of factors. For me, it's I'm definitely a foliage person person like I like I like it on my personal on Instagram all my plants I have like why I like it and it like you know what the foliage feels like so I like the texture I like the color colors I like when they have something defined on them like veins or what about you I uh first and foremost I look for something that's healthy and pest free Mm. um oh absolutely yeah oh yeah that's the first thing I do is, is check a plant because no matter how much I like it in the store, if it's infested or or not well, I'm setting myself up for failure. And I'm also risking my other plants. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I don't care about care. It, whether it's an easy plant to take care of or a challenging plant to take care of, that that is not even on my radar. I'm like, well, I'll learn. My big thing is foliage. It, it's got to be, it's got to have some interesting foliage mm-hmm. and it's got to have foliage that I might not necessarily have in my collection. You know, is it a different shape, a different texture, like much like you? And now I do believe, Sue, you have an aversion to leaf texture. Yeah. It, well, and plant just in total, if there's like little hairs on it, like I don't mind prickles because I love cactuses and stuff, but hairs, oh, it's like spider leg hairs. I don't like it. Fair enough. Gross. Get it away. You know, I find it really interesting because we all really enjoy a, a beautiful leaf, but I don't think any of us have a lipstick plant in our collection. And I've always wondered why, because I look at them and for some reason I just don't pick them up. And some of them have really beautiful like leaves. Like the Panagonda? Uh, the Black Pagoda one? Yeah, there you go. There we go. See? Oh, yeah, yeah, See, one. this is, I'm not, uh, I'm definitely not the pronouncer of things. Oh, me either. <laughs> so... I just call it the one with the bigger leaves and veins than other lipstick <laughs> plants. So why don't you guys have lipstick plants? I don't enjoy growing them. Mm. I I find them to be fussy. Um, they I don't much care for trailing plants so much as I like climbing plants. Those things part of what, the reason why I collect so many hoyas is I enjoy the fact that the majority of them are natural climbers. Mm. They will trail. They'll be beautiful trailing. But they're natural climbers. So, Interesting. I like my plants to go up. Okay. Okay. Uh, you're like typical lipstick plant. I don't know. I'm just like, mm. I had, I had one and I gave it to my mom. I just, they're pretty, especially the black. How did you say it, Amanda? Pagoda. 
pagoda. They, that one is pretty. It's it beautiful. Is, it's, it's beautiful. The leaves. Stunning. I love the leaves. And I don't know, I because I've had opportunities to get another one after I gave it to my mom because I've thought about it. And I just, I don't know what it is. And I hate to say it, but part of me wonders if that's that little piece of plant snob in me where I've like moved past easy to get plants. And the lipstick sure. plant is like a pretty common plant it does seem to be a little more common some of them are like the the pink ones though are, are fairly difficult to find um some of the ones with the unique foliage the curly leaved yeah. ones they're all actually fairly difficult to find yeah i just for some reason i don't like the way they grow which goes against the fact that i don't really care how things grow but they just for whatever reason don't float my boat i uh, yeah and I've, I've really found that interesting because i remember when we went on one of our uh, plant road trips there was a beautiful lipstick plant and all three of us walked right by it and I don't I can't even tell you why I, maybe you guys are influences <laughs> I don't know <laughs> no, I just I don't know what it is I couldn't tell you I can't put my finger on no, it but either. I just have no interest in that and people that do love them like please continue plants. loving them yeah oh absolutely plant. was that the same road trip that I may or may not have run in front of a little old man to sneak up plants yep yes okay cool <laughs> that was a, well that would have been a couple of years ago now yeah yeah hey he paused so i was allowed to run in front of him well amanda saw what, what was it which one was uh it? there was uh Rit macrophilia right and uh Rituza. Rituza. right yeah and she spotted them from across this yep. giant greenhouse hey it's my job and she took off like a bat and out we of hell didn't know what she was doing because we hadn't seen those before yeah, yeah i left you guys in the dust yes, it was she did. awesome it was awesome. And then she comes back to the cart with her arms full of <laughs> one of oh, each yeah. for each of us <laughs> and puts it in. And she's uh, like, yeah. and we were like, did you just go past that old man? Because there was like an elderly fellow that was checking them out, taking his leisurely time, enjoying all the planty plants that were out there. And uh, yeah, he paused for a minute. And Hey, uh, he paused. It was totally oh, not my fault. Yeah. He missed out. Uh, I don't think he would have bought one anyway. I think he was just really enjoying his time at the greenhouse yeah. and really looking at each plant and enjoying them. Is that a risk you guys wanted me to take? Because I can not nope. do that. No, I think okay. so. Are you we're kidding? Good. No. Was... All right. I just didn't want people to think that we were like pushing old man out of the way because we were. <laughs> there was no pushing. There was no touching. He he didn't hit the floor. He was fine. Yeah. He was a little startled, but. <laughs> oh, I snorted. Um... <laughs> it happens. It does happen. It does happen. Um. And we've actually had times where one of us will be at a really nice greenhouse and we're texting each other and calling each other and like, do you want this? And do you want that? And I think just because we sometimes we're searching for something and we don't even know what it is until you're there, because you kind of have to take those opportunities when you're in that position. Absolutely. I'm I'm really good because I because I have my list <laughs> of my plants. I know what I have. I know what I'm looking for. And I can make that decision in a second. If you want it or not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm on it. I can make the decision in a split second. I've picked up plants, carried them around the greenhouse and put them back. I've also like passed plants and then went back and passed it. And was like, and then I get to the till and I'm like, actually, can I just go grab one more thing? <laughs> I will I've done right it. <laughs> I I don't know. There's just sometimes there's things and I totally have bought plants that I've regretted. Like I get it in a mood and <laughs> I go out and then all of a sudden I come home with something and I'm like, why did I buy 
I've, you know what? I've done that before. I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. And I'm terrible when I'm out, like in a Google rabbit hole plant hunting. Yeah. Because I will buy stuff because I can find it. Yeah. And it's, it's proving to myself that I can do it. Mm-hmm. And then it's like you're are competitive with yourself. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then I get it home and I'm like, okay, it's beautiful. I enjoy it for, you know, a week. And then I'm like, yeah, no, somebody's going to love it more than me. And I get rid of it. Absolutely. I have definitely done that before, too. Yeah. And I guess for me, when I'm picking out plants, over time, you get more sophisticated for your own self because then you realize like you go through the phases like we've talked about where, you know, you have the succulents or you have this or you have that and then you blow out your collection and then you collect something new. And I think right now for me, I'm looking for a few fast growers. Uh, those are making me happy right now because it's I just rewarding. Want, yeah, I just want to feel it's incredibly some satisfying. Mm-hmm. I have a heartleaf philodendron up in my bathroom that is exploding and it makes yeah. me so happy. I it I love mine. It's like a common plant, but I just it's one of my favorites yeah. too. They're all my favorites, but I really <laughs> I really love love them. I love philodendrons and I so I I have a lot of philodendrons. So there's probably not one that I'd pass and not get except for the golden pothos. I well, I guess that's a pothos and philodendrons. I should, I'm clumping them in one. But for some reason, the yellow on them just makes me look, think that they're sick. <laughs> so I don't like them. It's actually a lot of greenhouse growers don't like any leaves that have um, that chartreuse color or uh, yellow blotches in that because that's the first thing you think you're like, is it diseased? Yeah. Hmm, Do I need to rogue it out? Yep. It's like crotons. Is that how you say it? Crotons? Crotons, croutons. Yeah. Croutons, <laughs> are, croutons you put on salad. But the cro- croutons, I've never liked them because to me they look sick and diseased. They're beautiful colors and everything. They, and I see I them at other people's. Too. Yeah, yeah, I see them They're, at other people's houses and I'm like, oh, the, no, thank you. But I see them in a store and I'm like, oh, that's pretty yeah. from a distance. But up close, I'm like, oh, you look kind of diseased. But I like them. But my one of my favorite things with the philodendrons is when they're getting the leaves out and it looks like the little... Oh, the Cinderella shoe. The Cinderella, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the stepsister, the ugly stepsister shoe trying to fit her foot in can I, when they come out. It's can, so dramatic. Can I ask you guys a question? Absolutely. Do you, do you help them along sometimes? Because I do. Um, I did it once and it didn't turn out in my favor, so I don't anymore. Oh, interesting. Uh, it, it depends on the situation. I, uh, I may have been uh, bottling one of my agaves this morning because I wanted that new leaf just to pop a little bit and come out. <laughs> yeah. I Occasionally just sometimes I like when a lot of time goes by and I I feel like it's struggling. So I have um a white knight philodendron upstairs and I think he's been a guest down here before. One of he's grown two more leaves since then. That's exciting. But Ooh. the this so there was the top one which came out fine, but the one below it wasn't coming out of its little shoe and I felt bad for it. And I just wasn't sure if like was it stuck in there or what's going on. So I popped it out. And it, it, you know what, if the humidity is taken a sudden turn or gotten low, they can get stuck. Mm, so. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I always think of the the story of the emperor moth. Um, we'll have to talk about that another day because it's kind of long. But I think of that story and like you're not supposed to help them out because their struggles make them beautiful. Fair enough. Whoa. I know. Deep Sue philosophy. just came back out. Philosophy there. Deep Sue coming back. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, I think so. I think of that. So I'm like, I got to let it uncertainty. And I did uh, help a leaf. It was unfurling. It was having a hard time unfurl. 
Exactly. Um, and I helped a leaf and then it died. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't like, usually nope, help again. it unfurl, but I just sometimes I feel like it's just these little It tap. was unfurling for three months and I'm not kidding. Oh, I don't know what was yeah. wrong with it. We actually have a mutual friend that will unroll leaves to check out the new variegation and roll them back up and wait for them to unroll naturally. <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. I I know that they, they do survive. this and it's fantastic. It survives. Yeah. It's okay. like peeking yeah. in the closet before Christmas. Yes. Yeah, that is exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. I've done that too. Yeah, see, I'm too scared because <laughs> after I did it with my one, I had a white um I had a white night and I it popped out of its shoe, but it just wouldn't unfurl, wouldn't unfurl. And I was really I could t- it looked like it was solid white. So I was like, Oh, I gotta look at it and I carefully helped it along and I did it slowly. I did it over a couple days. Um, undid a little bit undid a little bit and then as soon as i opened it the next day i went in and it was like i'm dead gone oh no and i was like okay not gonna help you anymore <laughs> i have helped a leaf for my gloriosum i will admit that and it turned out fine that's good. yeah i was a little curious about it it was when i first got it oh you're so cute I, I love watching them i know so pretty one of the things i want to do is like when I get a cool leaf that's coming and once unfurl, I want to put up my old phone and do the time lapse and watch it unfurl. Absolutely. So fun. It's like my goal now. I need to figure out how to do that with some Hoya blooms because they'll open over the course of an hour and you're like, what the heck? Where did this come from? It's so cool if you watch every, any on YouTube or anything. They look like popcorn popping. That's what they remind me yes, of. Yes, that's pop, true. Pop. I like it. And I, I love it because you can always tell... A day or two, because Hoya blooms, we all know, take forever. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like years mm-hmm. to finish forming. You can always tell the day or two before they open because the buds go from touching each other mm-hmm. to spaced out. Yeah, Social distancing. Yeah, they social distance <laughs> and then all of a sudden they open and they're all touching again. Yep. That, that's not social distancing. They're friends. Somebody they're, bought somebody they're, else a drink. They're, they're past their first date. They're, it's fine. <laughs> They're their own cohort. Um, and I, you know what I do? Actually, I will choose Hoyas for flowers. Sometimes I won't pay attention to the care. And I, I'm i not quite as dedicated as um, you ladies are when it comes to being um, on top of what they exactly need. So when it comes to humidity and, and things like that, I don't always pay attention. So sometimes I don't get flowers when I want them but a couple of my plants have flowered that I was surprised at and I was really happy about it too well and it works for you because I think you've had more different varieties bloom than I have I have one that just keeps busting isn't that frustrating so frustrating. it is it's incredibly frustrating I I'm lucky because Hoyas generally fit into my plant care style yeah Mm mm-hmm and they're they're quite happy with it. So I think I have 10 or 15 that are blooming right now. Oh, nice. You almost always have ones blooming. Almost always. It's yeah. If I don't have one blooming, it's actually quite rare. Yeah. My Nabawana Wisa or whatever. It blooms quite frequently. And then my Eskimo is constant. Since Christmas, there's not a day there isn't buds on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My like, Eskimo, it just goes absolutely crazy. Yeah. Well, and talking about flowers, I think a lot of people will choose a plant based on flowers like um thanksgiving and easter cactuses and christmas cactuses as an example oh absolutely i've yeah. never had one but they're beautiful when they bloom you don't buy them for the foliage no. uh, orchid cactus i have a few of them i love them yeah. they're not pretty plants no, in any way no, absolutely not there's some things that you do not <laughs> buy for of, the foliage yeah those are one things i do not buy for the foliage i buy for the flower 
So yeah, there are some that I you get for the flowers. I think in general, though, the majority of my plants I've picked over because of the foliage. Foliage? Foliage? Foliage, foliage, tomato, tomato, it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, I, I actually have, uh, I will admit that I light my Hoyas, my, my grow lights are set up to increase the foliage color, sometimes at the risk of the plant. Mm-hmm. They get too much light and they just uh, get amazing colors. They're not happy, but they just get some amazing colors well, on their leaves. The, the red in the leaves is actually the plant's natural defense mechanism mm-hmm. so that they don't sunburn. I have sunburns a couple of them. Uh, Ahoya pneumolarioids. Yeah, well, we'll go with that. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm going with. I have sunburnt one of those, so I pulled it out of the sun and it went back to green and it's much happier now. Oh, that's good. Um, but the DS70 or whatever it's called now, uh, it I find that even just a little bit of light turns those leaves really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get that nice dark ridge around yes. them. It's stunning. It's yeah. blooming like crazy. Yeah, it's a, it's a great little plant. Yeah, it's, uh, I love it. And sunrise right now is super popular. Mm-hmm. Mine is very, very red yeah. because it gets too much light, but it also blooms constantly. I should... Mine is still green. I got to put it in light and get it up to being red, but it's been so rainy and I've only gotten it like three weeks ago or something. Yeah. So I still have to wait till some sun comes out because I don't, I haven't set my grow light up. Mine actually grows a lot slower than it should be because it gets too much light. Hmm. Yeah, and interesting. A lot of people think more light makes it grow faster, but some, yeah, not always. Not always, but that's all right. Well, exactly. And a lot of times people will choose plants, I would imagine, for where they go in their homes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because if you have like a, a corner that's not getting the same kind of light or you have more no- north and south windows, I think that makes it a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of choose on lighting. I think that sounds very as great for that because you can kind of almost put one of those at anywhere mm-hmm. except for my boardroom. <laughs> <laughs> there's not enough light in my boardroom for one of those. <laughs> you know, there's one of the places I go for work and they don't, it's an office and they just have like the fluorescent lights and they have areas everywhere and they're, they do great. They actually do really well under grow lights as well. Oh, wow. I never would have thought yep. to put one under a grow yeah, light. My, my Masona is under grow lights and my Cleopatra is under grow lights. The Cleopatra's absolutely stunning. I'm Googling that. Yeah, I was just going to say, Chris is like, I'm Googling what that one looks like. Yeah, Sense of Area is awesome. Oh, it's lovely. Let's see. I'm like, never mind. I'll look. <laughs> so the leaves are kind of a bit wavy with almost a pink on the edges, according to these pictures that I'm seeing. It's and correct, yep. Beautiful, um, contrast between some vertical variation um vertical dark green um they're almost checkerboardy yeah Yeah. it's it's really cool and then the lighter green everything's on that lighter green color of a leaf yeah it's really cool and they're little guys yeah oh yeah there there are they're little guys yeah it's cool i like to have an arrangement of sizes and growth stages and everything but i do have some areas where i like little things like a, the little agave the sense of areas because they they don't take up a lot of space and you see i think that's one of the actually one of the things that i look for when i'm buying plants i want a plant that's got presence i think succulents are beautiful mm-hmm. but i don't want to have to get up to the shelf and look down on it in mm-hmm. order to see them yeah mm-hmm. i want to sit on the couch and go Look at that. It's stunning. I don't want to be like, oh, look, there's a pot there. Is there something in it? Yeah, exactly. Like Haworthia. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Haworthia are beautiful. Yeah. 
but they don't give me the uh, the presence that I want. Yeah. What the Haworthia does for some people, I think, is it gives them the thrill of the chase because you can get some extremely rare Haworthia that are oh. big bucks, but, but they need to be grown very specifically here and it's exactly the same thing. It's not like you just throw it on a shelf and, oh, it looks pretty. This is like a... It's a, it's kind a of science. A it's a science. Absolutely. It really is. And people yeah. who grow them well do absolutely stunning stuff with them. Yep. Yeah, there's some like amazing amazing ones out there i used to have a few but they all went with my succulent collection i had a couple and uh, they just didn't do it for me i don't know what it was like they're beautiful i could love to admire admire them and everything i just when i had it i was like hmm. okay I, I have one and it's in my i have a little six inch by probably 15 inch tray that i have a how um, many how many uh, square decameters is that? Uh, I don't know, 72. <laughs> I Sue, I'm just sitting over here. Coming back to it. I'm yep. just sitting over here thinking, what's a decameter? Yeah. It's 10 centimeters squared. Oh, okay. So decim- decimeter? Decimeter. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't math. Decimeter so. squared. <laughs> but in, in that tray is my um, lesser known uh, random plants. So I have a couple of little euphorbias in there. I actually have one cactus. Ooh. And uh, you. My Haworthia is in there as well, and it's it gets lots of light. It's in a south window, so it's nice and pink and green and mm. and kind of stripy. It, it's quite pretty, but honestly, it just it's there. A lot of them coming in from like uh, South Korea. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're beautiful. It's a hotbed for for that particular type of plant. Um, and I know there are some sellers in Canada who. I think make a pretty decent living bringing importing those plants and then reselling them to the collectors here. Absolutely. Oh yeah, definitely. It's it's a thing. It, there is uh, there's a Haworthia culture out there, and mm-hmm. they are yep. vicious. Yeah. Really? Well, it, it's like any subculture in plants, right? Like, I suppose. You know, if somebody put a Hoya that we didn't have at the end of you know a track, let's face it, the three of us don't run. We'd figure it out. Yeah. And. I'm sure one of us would be first. That's true. Right. Like it's, <laughs> it, it's like anything that has its its subculture around it, whether it's Hoyas, Sansevierias, Haworthia, orchids, orchids. Mm. yeah, you know, Hoya, yeah. All the of people them. that love them really, really love them. That's true. And you know what's interesting about collecting these things is if you get value valuable ones, there's a very good chance that they'll maintain the value until they become more prevalent but some of these plants are not easy to propagate or no. to you know to grow um babies on so yeah lots the of them of are too. are tissue cultures uh you know orchids again tissue cultures in labs from cells that they've taken off of plants it is the science is huge and it it makes them valuable and rightfully so there's a lot of money that goes into mm-hmm. making these tissue culture propagations Oh, that's really interesting. It is. It's incredibly interesting. It'll also put you to sleep if you're not into the science. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I, an interesting thing when you're talking about like the science of that, I read about pothos once because I was trying to figure out the difference between like a glacier and pearl and like all these different ones. And a lot of the variegated ones that we buy that are common in households and, and greenhouses and everything were actually um, 
the way they were exposed to different lights and different things like that and gamma rays. And so like, it's kind of, you know, variations are actually uh, well, and they're typically unstable as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which means that's why like uh, my Eskimo, uh, uh, my Hoya Eskimo is almost all completely silver. You know, lots of people, theirs are a dark green with these beautiful silver flecks. Mine is almost completely silver. And that's because of the amount of light that it gets. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. Is it a, a defense mechanism against light? That particular, like the silver? The silver, absolutely. Yeah. It is actually a fine layer of air bubbles under the oh. surface of the leaf. Oh. That's why um, if you take your nail, you can actually scratch them out of the leaves. You'll have a scar on the Don't leaf do eventually. That. Don't do that. <laughs> oh yeah no you'll you'll have a scar on the leaf but you can you can physically remove it from the leaf because it's a layer oh, of air i had hmm. no idea yeah no i think it's neat and but that's a, a thing like a lot of people are um probably aren't aware and i don't know if it matters to anybody or not but yeah a lot of the variegated especially the pothos and everything was actually created more in a in a lab and and that's why there's arguments on is this this one or this one because they look very much similar mm. but they're a little bit different and it was how they were exposed. That's what I read. I don't know if it's all completely true, but a lot of it happens in Florida. Yeah, a lot of a lot of money and time go into making variegated anything because variegation sells. Oh, it mm, does. It really does. It's, it's a good one for our next hot plants. Hot plants. Um, that hot plants. <laughs> um, that we we're gonna talk about in the next episode, but it is it is um, variegation is huge and oh, yeah. and velvety leaves too yeah yeah um i think and for me i like looking for those like i would like a philodendron micans quite a lot and they're becoming more um more common but they're still a bit hard to get like a lot of people want that plant right now so if it's up for sale it's gone right away wow. had it sold it why uh, didn't you sell it to me you know what chris i didn't know you I, wanted I can, it i can hook you up yes i can hook thank you thank you sue I'll, if you have, if I have a clipping, so I actually ordered some Hoya from a lady on Facebook. Um, she, wow, she sells a lot of Hoya, and she held held an auction, and some of those plants are going for a crazy amount of money. But when she sends out her plants, she very kindly will include a couple of like uh, rapid rooters and just some little bits and pieces that I have no idea what they do. Uh, I've never used a rapid rooter before. I use them all the time. Yeah. They're amazing. They're so you just fantastic. literally just stick your thing in there with a Absolutely. note. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Great. Keep it moist. Don't let it dry out. So okay. I, I take my rapid rooter and anything that's got a soft stem, I take the handle of a small paintbrush and push it into the center of the rapid rooter just to increase the depth of that hole and make it easier to get the plant in. I dip it in rooting hormone. I stick it in the hole. And then I, um, I have little... Uh, Dixie cup shot glasses mm -hmm. yep. that I've put a hole in the bottom and I just put it into a tray of water oh. and I leave about a centimeter of water in the bottom of the tray at all times. Okay. And they will absorb water as needed. Okay. And keep your plant evenly moist. They also have a little bit of nutrients in them to help get oh. your plant started. Yeah. And for anyone that doesn't know what a rapid rooter is, it looks like a brownie, like a dry brownie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a, a kind of a square... Um, you squarish kind of shape. It looks like if you took a brownie and stuffed it into a shot glass and yes. then dumped and then popped it out. Yeah, you let know, it dry, exactly. let it dry in the shot glass so it got that shape, and then you took it out, and that's what it looks like. And it's full of nutrients, and it has nutrients, and it has like a spongy like texture to it. Um, they're fantastic. 
Yeah. And then once your plant is rooted, because the roots will come outside of the rapid rooter, just plant it rapid rooter and all in your soil. Yeah. That rapid rooter will eventually break down, but it's also not going to hurt your plant. It's not going to keep it too wet. It's nice. They're they're fantastic. Thank you. I'm really because I have like five or six of them now. And as you know, I've never trimmed a plant. And we'll talk about that in the future, I'm sure. You guys can show me how to do that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I have these rapid rooters and I just I just haven't used them at all yet. So. I'm going to go at Chris's plants with this pair of scissors one day and she's going to have a heart attack. <laughs> I'm not even sure which one we could trim yet. I don't know. I can find something. Yeah, Amanda's, Amanda's got a new job. Everyone's going to put her up. Can you come trim my plants? Can you help me trim my plant? Exactly. I actually cleaned off my cutting tray today so i i'm actually I've seen that i'm very excited to see what goes yeah in. i i'm gonna go home and uh, take the scissors to some plants and i'm hoping we get first dibs right i already have some rooted for you guys you Yay! just back off <laughs> that makes me happy maybe we should um root one for a giveaway i think we should i think we should do a giveaway from- i i could probably cut something right yeah, let's we'll talk about that. So maybe not next episode, but we'll talk about it maybe episode five. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, that gives us enough weeks to get something going. Yeah, cool. I think that's what we should do. And we'll have to figure out how we're going to make this contest or how this giveaway. Yeah, because surprise, we're all just fun. throwing stuff out there. And yeah. Now it has to stick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We said is... it out loud now. It's yeah. It's I, I think I, I think I have a plant in mind. Cool. I think probably the last one that I root it for you. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm looking at Sue across the table oh, yeah. here. She know she knows exactly what I rooted for. She's excited. It's beautiful. It was one of my fastest hunt finds because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I want this. Psst, psst. Hey, I can help you. Yeah. So, she, I'm terrible for that. I'm like, no, it's not I, terrible. I see somebody like uh, our local uh, Facebook group had uh, what are your wish list plants post go on. And I seen a lady, she posted on there and one of her wish list plants happened to be something that I had had a growth tip break off of one of my Hoyas and I just stuck it in uh, semi-hydro and just because I didn't feel like throwing it out and I literally had the pot right there and I seen it on her list and like, hey, so I got this little one here. It's literally roots and all only an inch and a half long. It's tiny. But uh, it's got new growth on it. And she was super excited. She's like, well, how much do you want for it? I'm like, you just take that. Uh, was there a leaf on it? Uh, there are four leaves now. Oh, Amanda's wow. the plant fairy godmother. No kidding. She showed up at my house with two bottles of Pepsi this morning for it. I was quite happy. <laughs> nice. That's the easiest trade ever. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I love That's it. That's awesome. Well, we are looking like we're at about our hour, ladies. Can you believe it? It goes that by so by, fast. Yeah, that went by really <gasps> fast. I thank everybody for joining us. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? And all the support and keep talking to us. We uh, we want to talk to you about whatever plant-related thing you want to talk to us about. You can find us online, uh, facebook.com slash fancyplantspodcast. And that's on Facebook, obviously. And Instagram at fancyplantspodcast. If you're shy, send us an email, fancyplantspodcast.social at fancyplantspodcast.com. I'm going to give you the whole email address there. There you go. (laughs) And if you have any um, questions about plants or you just want to show us something or you want to tell us a story or you want us to um, address anything that you might, if you have any comments or suggestions for us, we'd love to hear them. We have another episode coming up next. Hot plants. Hot plants. (laughs) 
<laughs> you're both looking at me like, go on, say it. I'm like, no, it's hot plants. <laughs> <laughs> I like the eyebrow raise that went along with that. Hot plants. Uh, so we'll be talking about some plant trends that we've noticed and, uh, you know, what people are chasing, what people seem to be liking, what seems to be trendy. And maybe you can tell us what you what your hot plants are. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Let us know what you think are hottest the hottest plants are the the ones that everybody wants and those that have it everyone drools over them and is jealous. Okay, so are we going to share our hot plants? What are we looking for? Yeah, I can make a list. Yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll share ours. We'll tell you what we want and then you can just send them to us. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> this works out really great, guys. Well, that's wishful just thinking, send but us all right. Email will send you an address. <laughs> no problem at all. Yeah, if you have those plants, send them to us. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in again. We sure appreciate you coming and joining us to talk about plants. And we look forward to you tuning in with us next time. Bye. Bye. Sugar mama. Get your green on. Culture in your home. I love We're a green color. Mm-hmm. Look fancy plants. Oh, yeah.